All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. What up, world? This is your host of The Reality Is, Anthony Roberts, and uh, The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct, and right now it's so real, I'm laying in my bed at home recording this intro because I just got off work. It's about 11.30 at night. Brian, which is our audio engineer, if you know, if you listen to the show, just sent me the show not too long ago. We normally try to have a show out by Tuesday, but shit, I mean, you you guys are going to get it tomorrow morning on Wednesday. But the, the point being is, we don't stop working, y'all. We put this kind of shit out for you guys. We do the podcast for you. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I don't know if it's episode 34, 35, one of them, you know, just had me a little nightcap, so I'm chilling on it. Um, but I want to thank Christian Cooper for coming out. Uh, Gabrielle Johnson for coming out uh, Brian Fuller this week He upgraded his assignments uh, From not only being the audio engineer But my guy came through And he's a photographer now He's always had a passion for it So he held that down in the studio for us Shout out to Christian for bringing the stories through That had everybody fucked up The Russian vodka Shout out to the homie uh, Joseph A.K.A. Jojo I know you don't like it bro But hey fuck it It is what it is Thanks for coming through man uh, I want to thank Artesia for setting up everything and getting it set up together, uh, getting everything set up. I also want to let you guys know, when you're listening to this episode, make sure you tune in this coming Saturday. We got the homie Saul Williams calling in from his European tour. He's going to uh, vibe with us for about 30, 45 minutes. So be sure to tune in for this Saturday's episode, which is November the 7th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. We got Saul Williams is going to be calling in again from Europe. This is a great show. This coming up week is going to be a great show. Now, we got a lot coming up, and we're ready for 2016. So keep rocking with us. We want to thank all our fans, thank all our listeners, you know, for, for rocking with us. Also, if you're in the Dallas area, be sure to go uh, to meetup.com, find The Reality Is, T-H-A, The Reality Is, and follow us. Join our meetup group. We're going to have a lot of things going on around the Dallas and the DFW area, man. You want to be a part of that. We're trying to uh, reach out and uh, expand our fan base. We also want to get to know the people who are listening and keeping us on the air. So again, man, this is the reality is where Filter becomes extinct. The homie Anthony Roberts, a.k.a. A-Ray, a.k.a. Rod Poe, uh, a.k.a. My ass is in the bed trying to give y'all an introduction so y'all got this show tomorrow. So we got a great show coming up. Enjoy. Let's get to the show. Road headed this way. So, man, we hope everybody's doing good, man. We hope everybody's been having a great week. I know here it's been raining like a motherfucker, man, and the rain is good. I know some of y'all motherfuckers are already pregnant. Um, Netflix and yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I created the uh, the Reality Is Cuffing Season playlist, man. You can go listen to that at www.therealityis. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Go find you somebody to cuff with. Um, ladies, get an IUD. Get the right size condoms. Um <laughs> Make sure you protect yourselves, man. If you don't want no babies by people that you don't plan on staying with past February 1st, man. I'm just trying to look out for you and just, you know, you heard it here first. Protect yourself. 
So, man, um, I created a group me a couple of days ago, and that motherfucker has been lit like Bic. I think that's what them niggas say on uh, who, what? what's them two dudes? Uh, Ray Schmerd, Ray Schmerd or Ray Schmerd? Yeah, lit like yeah, Bic. Ray Schmerd. Yeah, Schmerd. So uh, we were talking about a couple of things, man, and I created the group meet first off because I wanted people to be able to engage with us directly. You know how we kind of interact in here uh, gives us a lot of chance to interact with our listeners and kind of show them appreciation and just show them that the things that we talk about with them, it actually makes it to the show. One of the big things that people were talking about, of course, once you start talking about sex, everybody got an opinion. Um, I personally wanted to jump off the bandwagon when... uh, Javon, I won't say his last name, but I mean, it's a lot of Javons, man. He, uh, you know, but a guy named Javon in the uh, group meet was talking about oral sex and doing women giving fellatio until the point of throwing up. And I said, nah, bro, that ain't something that I think I'm, 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 I'm going with. Are they, they're throwing up because they're deep? Throwing? Yeah, they deep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's something I, I ain't, I don't want no puke. In my well, midsection, man. Okay, so, funny story. Um, my friend just had a bachelorette party in Atlanta two months ago. Uh-huh. And so, um, there's actually a lady in Atlanta who teaches fellatio. She has a class. It's actually a couple of hundred dollars, too, and she'll come to you, and she'll teach you how to do it. So, she'll teach you how to do deep throat and everything you can think of, right? Mm-hmm. So, ladies, if you're listening, I'm giving out her little trick. So, she said... <laughs> The trick to if you are trying to deep throat is you're supposed to hold your left hand up, bend your thumb, and then close your fingers over that. And then as you're giving head, you squeeze that, and that will help with your gag reflex so you don't throw up. You squeeze the guy's penis like No, that? you squeeze your hand. Your hand. So hold, hold your hand up. I'm holding my hand up. I'm your, not sucking dick, but I'm holding my hand up. <laughs> bend your, your thumb into your into palm. Into my palm. And then close your fingers over that. And squeeze that as you're giving head, and, and that will help your gag reflex. I wonder where so she learned that from. Did she say where she got that from? She said that she's like, I guess all the people that she's giving head to, she's like the best head giver on the face of the planet. I think the most important thing is how much she charging. Who's put that into theory? Yet? That's what I'm I mean, saying. It's a practice. I need that to. I want to. She does. She have like a testimonial exactly. website. Right. I need to know. You about know what? That. You can go. T- uh, what's the name of her? She's on Instagram. Um, is it that black lady with the short hair? That be because if it's the one that I'm thinking that's of, that's I'm yeah. She, has, she, her, she looks kind of funny. Well, she's like the one who you talking about. The one it's who called staying ahead. That's the name of her Instagram. But you know what I'm talking about? The video where the lady had to like was, the making yeah. all those Daffy Duck like noises. Man. Yeah, nah. If it ain't, I don't. I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, she's, but she's serious. Stay ahead or something like that. But the the whole point was like you know anytime you talk about sex, you know sex is something that everybody wants to talk about. I think it's something that you can always learn from. And I actually got a post uh, from a friend who it was like a uh, index about oral sex. And it had it literally was like six pages. What is that? Let me see. That's a picture of her. That's her. But if you want to check out her Instagram, it's mm. stay ahead 101. Stay ahead 101, teaching you how to stay ahead of the game on giving head. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. What is what kind of vodka is this we drinking? I think everybody can it's take a look. Stolies. So Stolies is a Russian vodka. Mm-hmm. Russian vodkas are the smoothest vodka. This so motherfucker is potent. If is you're nice. ever trying to get like fucked up on a budget and not have a hangover, go with Stolies. Definitely. The hangover is the thing that you want to avoid. I've only had like one hangover in my life, and the first thing that people told me was don't drink cheap liquor. That's why you do this it. This is with very water. true. Yeah. If you drink that Stolies or Tito's with water. Yeah. Good. Point, every single time. Like mix it with water, or like as you're drinking, kind of have water no, no, with mix it. Mix it with water. Mix it with water yeah. a little bit. 
I've heard people doing that or that for that reason and also to kind of like burn calories or like lower the calorie count by diluting the liquor. I don't think they're diluting the liquor. I think that they're not adding in like the sodas the and soda the sprites. And yeah. And stuff, the so it keeps. Yeah. It, true. Calories. True. True. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I wanted to talk about. Well, um, Secret Bridgewater posed a question about gender roles today um, or earlier this week in the group meet and wanted to talk about or wanted to know our perspective on gender roles. And for those who don't really know what gender roles are about, it's a set of societal norms dictating what types of behaviors are generally considered acceptable, appropriate or desirable for a person based on their actual or perceived sex. So basically something like you know how they say that women shouldn't or back in the day they used to be like oh women shouldn't be firemen or women shouldn't be police officers or women shouldn't be like industry type workers that type of thing like what is your and i guess i'll start with you christian because you're the only female in here right now but what is your mindset or your thought process on gender roles and is it okay to for women to do the jobs that men do and to be like accepted to do the things that men you know, are seen in society as being able to do, like sleeping around or working particular jobs. Okay, so yes, it's definitely okay. <laughs> but the problem is that we as women, we don't want to do that stuff. Like when I think of gender roles, I'm a fan of traditional gender roles, but yeah. I'm thinking of more so in the home. There's a lot of stuff that women can do. We do it fine. We do it good. But it doesn't mean that we want to do it. Yeah. So just like you were talking about being a firefighter, yeah, a woman can be a firefighter if she wants to be it. But most women don't want to be firefighters because it's, it's hard. You have to carry all that heavy equipment. It's, it's dangerous if you have children a lot. It's just not a profession for that a you mother. Do. Right. Yeah. So it's just a lot of things. Yes, we can do it. And there's no reason that we can't do it. If I want to be a firefighter, I think I could probably pass the test to do it. I'm pretty athletic, but I don't want to do it. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't want to ever do it. It's like, I think somebody was talking about changing the tire on your oh, car, Oh, yeah, right? they were, yeah. Yes, I know how to change the tire I don't like car. changing the fucking tire. Right. I don't either. <laughs> but can I do it? Yes. Yeah. Do I think I have to do it? I mean, I have to do it if I don't have anybody else to do it. Yeah. But it's not something that I want to do. So that whole gender roles thing, is just, I think it's, it's based on the person. The problem comes into play when people think that you can't do something because of your gender. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking at Gabby just walked in and got this, uh, wow. got this uh, got these cat, like this little cat thing on her head. But, yeah, that's what is the issue is when you try to tell me that I can't do something because I'm a girl, then it's a problem. Just like when you were a kid and your parents used to be like, oh, you can't be out there playing football because you're a girl. You're going to get hurt. Or, oh, you can't go out there and <laughs> climb the tree because you're a girl. You're going to get hurt. Or you got to wear a dress. I was going to say, I like when, you used, when I was young to watch girls climb up a tree, of course, for obvious reasons. <laughs> I mean, you get your peak on. But, yeah, that's the, that's the issue. I, I mean, it is what it is. Girls can do whatever they want to do. What's good, Joseph? Right. You seem like you had something to say, man. No, I agree, man. I think women should be able to do whatever they want to. Yeah. 2015, I mean, Who it's not much you don't shit? see women. Yeah, it's not much you don't see women doing during this day and time. Um, I think they're allowed to do whatever. And that's be the thing. And be, now, this is the thing. I think they should understand what they're getting into in many roles. Like right now, they talk about women playing football. I'm yeah. sorry. No. There's a totally different thing. Unless it's that lingerie league. Powder though, bro. puff. Oh, my goodness. I Jesus Christ. Yeah, they can do that. But, um, but amongst themselves, not in a mix of men. Men. No, no, no. Like mixing the sport. Real, like, Fuck no. Come on. Nah, but there's some man. women that think they can do that. The Ronda Rouseys of the world think yeah. they can go out there and do the exact same thing. Yeah, breast cancer in a year. Right. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate on the flip side. Like for the women who are in those professions of firemen or um, 
in the military and stuff like that. One of the things that you're expected to do is if your fellow officer is hurt, you're expected to, to carry them out of the line of sure. fire, right? Yeah, right. Uh, it's much easier for a man to carry a man than it is for a woman to carry a man. So yep. I can't see how some men may feel a certain kind of way if their partner is a woman because they're like, if I'm hurt, how does she get how me out she of the yeah. situation? So, so what you got to say, Kitty Cat? <laughs> Push your mic up. I don't know. Try but you to put it down. I don't know why them boys got the. So we're talking about gender roles. So like, what's uh, what's your thought process on gender roles? Like, uh, people having issues with women being firemen or yeah, try but you to be getting it in. Yeah, she Uh, said the microphone stinks. Um, Yeah, that's why I I try to hit it with a distance. Maybe I don't know. For me, I'm good with uh, traditional, I guess, quote unquote, women roles. As far as like in relationships, but as far as I guess in the workplace. Um, I, I feel like I should be able to do just as much as you can, with the exception of like you said. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to play football. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, do things like like that. But as, as far as relationship, yeah. I like um, I like tradition. I like that's what's I, I up. Like, you know, I don't want to change my tire. Like yeah. we were talking in the group, yeah. somebody was like, I can change. I don't want to cook. I don't know how. I don't know how to change tire. I don't really care to learn. Don't want to fold clothes. You, you, you don't know how to cook, or you don't like. No, it? I can cook. I just don't want to cook. Uh-huh. I don't want to fold clothes. Okay, what's but up with all these guys thing? wanting to cook for women nowadays? That's I mean, a game, man. I ain't, I ain't yeah. tripping it, if you do cook for me. I'm so I like it, but. I take a meal any day. You can cook. You can bring it to me. However, it gets here. I'm yeah. fine with. I mean, that. I could do that but sometimes, but like, like, I don't want to be that dude that's selling you a pipe dream that I'm just I gonna think cook it's all the a time. Substitute for actually courting a woman. Like a guy be like, I "Oh, cook I'll you. cook for you. You can come over to the house." Nah, nigga. I know. I need game. you to talk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I gotta give part of the game well, not, away. Not if, that not is if, definitely part of it. It's part. It's definitely game. It's yeah, game, bro. Right. You're trying to exactly. Like that's at the beginning. Like I'm not coming. I'm not coming to. That's not going to be like day one. We yeah. already in this. Yeah. We already, you know, before you start cooking for me. Yeah, I'm not cooking for no girl on the first two or three dates, oh, man. Yeah, That's no. not going to happen. I don't know. Guys think that that shit is a turn on. Because they don't know how to talk. I'm like, if you don't cook this, for me, nigga, I'm going to tell you about me and Joseph. And this is something I guarantee he'll agree on. We grew up in a church setting. So we wasn't just getting pussy all the time right out the bat. And then dealing with church girls, especially the where we come from, you wasn't just about to get no girl to have sex. You had to be able to talk your ass off. Yes, sir. To get to those girls, we had to work for. So we grew up with mouthpieces. It was in our DNA. We were bred to be able That's to talk. That's the worst. Like, I remember, like going. To, I mean, I wasn't in y'all's, yeah. uh, but you know, what I'm saying like going to like Congress and stuff. Like them boys be like, we are, we got, we supposed to be going to New Testament one on one here in a minute, yeah. and like y'all in there things. post up on the on the in the pulpit. Like, yeah. so let me take. Get your ass on. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I did some of my worst dirt in church. Of course. I'm Most telling you did. right now, I'm gonna give you two things, and but I've I mean, already but, asked but, God for but forgiveness. I'll say this, but uh-huh. this is the thing: if you're in church all the time, where are you supposed to do it? Where are you supposed I mean, to do it? It's not like you know, just because I'm at church, I'm not yeah. going. This is where I am all of the time. I literally cut a hole in my left pocket one time because my penis goes to the left. So a girl could stick her hand in my pocket during church and play with my penis. You are too much. <laughs> yeah, I told her t- <laughs> is, when I told her teeth, she was like, oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, I cut a hole in my you pocket. Another, you another level. Not, not during the sermon. During yeah. the sermon, my wow. nigga. Yeah, you're doing too much. Too I, was much. In the, I was in the choir stand. You've been to Texas kind of church. I was in a choir stand no. and had my robe oh my on with it out. You are too much. Yeah, that's too much. I literally, I even like- uh, rest in peace, Pastor Cannon. But I remember... I was, you know, the old church. How when we got the new church building yeah. connected to the old church, yeah. I was literally like when you walk down that hallway, like how it came to the choir stand. I literally, 
Chris was just drinking our own shit and was like, God damn, this is a po. That motherfucker whole face changed. This thing stinks. It smells like pee. It made me get hot. You got to back up off of it. But I was going to say something. It's like. Uh, you know what? I bought me some mic things. I'll bring them like the shields. That way you can kiss on the shield. Because, yeah, I ain't getting on that mic. <laughs> but, yeah, I was on the Starwell getting a, a hand no job. Intended. And uh, the I heard the shoes. You know, church shoes hard on the floor. Yeah. And I heard the church shoes, and I, like, zipped my robe up. But I'm still on hard. And I'm hoping he didn't ask me to stand up. And he's like, what y'all doing over here? I was like, ah, oh, man, just kind of chilling out before we get ready to go, you know, go on stage to, to sing this solo. At this our course. church, we had upstairs. We had, a like, a second floor. So yeah. that was always, like, no, nothing went on up there except for Sunday school. So if you wanted to, like... <laughs> Do sneak off do, somewhere yeah. you go upstairs you go upstairs <laughs> how, how no. old were you with this whole your pink i had to be like pants. i was in i was in like middle school first years of high school i can't condemn you too much bro well i know you can't i heard about you bro. because my first time was in the church <laughs> yeah, yeah in the children's church yeah, yeah, yeah. off of you right. oh that's the old school the yeah by yes. the zoo yes <laughs> um i, I asked for god for, for forgiveness as yeah. well that's all but you could do man I, I mean, you know. Where is she supposed to? We was in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, <laughs> Tuesday for choir rehearsal, Thursday sometime for choir rehearsal, Saturday. We, then we used to travel on Fridays out of town to go sing at other churches, and you right back on Sunday. Right. Why am I supposed to fuck at home? Oh. Church was my home. Hold on. That's why so many people have sex and affairs at church. The church buses, though, on oh, those man. out-of-town trips. Oh, uh, let a girl in my When they made them bitches co-ed, mm a lot of people was using laps for pillows. You're so crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, you hear, yeah. me? I hear you. I hear <laughs> you. <laughs> the first time. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh I had a, a, a um, Halloween breakfast, brunch, whatever. Today? Yeah. Yeah. Was that yeah. a date? Or was that just? No, it was like it was a group of ladies. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Did all, all y'all wear the cat ears? No, everybody wore something different. What did they? You got a picture of it? No. Okay. Mm-mm. You look nice though. Okay, that's yeah, work. That worked. The black and white. Yeah, got the black, black and white, white going in. Got the haircut. I wanted it to be blonde though. No, I hate it. I, I hate it. You you look, I didn't like the blonde. I absolutely. You look like your mama really now. Hundred percent hated it. Yeah, like I hated it. And that's, then, that's a good color you, so too. Then I dyed it back the next day. Went to work and forgot a spot. So I have this big blonde spot in the center of my head. You like, fucking up. Right. <laughs> my brother be doing that shit. <laughs> I just seen Christian too. They get a haircut. They they bald headed so they shaving that shit and they come in and they got like a fill <laughs> patch. <laughs> like what the fuck? You didn't get a mirror and turn your ass around and look at your head? Jermaine, one day that nigga had one right behind his ear. I'm like, nigga, did you have an earpiece on when you was shaving your head? <laughs> to where you just missed the whole fucking so spot. I had my hair three days in a row. That blonde was, ooh. They probably yeah. thought it was like you a Dennis Rodman patch. This is what I think. I would have liked the blonde had I got a haircut. Like yeah. if my hair was like you know like fresh and faded, faded, but yeah. it's getting cold, so I'm letting my hair grow, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it like this. You gonna do the no shave November, like bro? Yeah. I, yeah, it was. Yeah. So when I, you do the no shave, I'm sorry. I, I felt like it made it made you look like a lesbian. Really? I just didn't like it. I you didn't did look kind of dykish. Did I? Yeah. I, I liked it, but you did. You know. That's right. That's probably. <laughs> that's probably. Why. <laughs> 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 like one of the fellas, you know. <laughs> uh, woo! So with the no shave November, you're not supposed to get an edge up or nothing, bro. Oh, uh, well, no, I thought, no. It was just, I thought it was just your beard. Yeah, but you're not supposed to edge it. Though. I think I don't it's think you're supposed to do anything. Really? I don't think yeah, so. you're supposed I to. Edge. You, you got to just grow. I think it. it's whatever you choose to let grow, you let it grow. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do the whole beard. Yeah. I'm but gonna do the whole thing. The it does. That's what I'm gonna say. No, if, if you're getting you edged up, you're keeping it neat. Yeah, I'm not edging mine, bro. I'm not edging mine. Edge I edged mine the other day, and I was like, I'm not going to edge them. You, you, 
November yet. Okay. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, get you one today. Yeah, tomorrow. Huh? Get you one today. That at least get you through. Like nah, a week. I want to rough it out. Why? I'm gonna be like old man River. <laughs> Just gonna rough it on out, man. I've never done it. In the, in the few years that I did do it, I was edging, and somebody was like, "No, that's cheating, nigga. Yeah, you still look great because you're getting it edged." I'm gonna do it, but if I start looking too bad, I'm definitely gonna ask for some money on the corner. But but what you're causes money on what <laughs> on the corner? Oh, huh? what, what causes it for? I don't know is what. It's prostate cancer. I think. Okay, prostate, prostate cancer. cancer. Yeah. Oh, for prostate me? Cancer. Yeah. I need to get yeah. my check in a couple years. I'm getting yeah, up there. It's a couple years, bro. Shit. Do you have to be sleep? Can you watch porn? No. Why, you why would you want? Why would you want to watch porn? Why would you? Want I would to like be to see why a man is. Checking your don't they women do it too? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure yeah I would like to watch porn. I would like to see a man ramming a woman in the ass while a woman is sticking her finger in my ass, and that'll comfort me a little bit. I thought they could put you to okay. sleep though. <laughs> right. Well, maybe. I mean, I may nut if she. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I may nut. She's like, well, don't they put you to sleep? I was like, if she got a finger in my ass, I'm watching porn. It may be a good time. <laughs> I may start a trend. They're going to say, Niggas no. going to be like. They're, they're going to say, sir, you need to leave. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. They're going to escort not. you out. Right, no. <laughs> sir, sir, I'm going to say, man, I'm just trying to make sure I live. But goddamn, can I get pleasure? Why? I'm getting pain. No. I mean, somebody's sticking their finger no, in my what ass, you think, man. What, how you think we feel when we're getting uh, paps? That's the worst fucking feeling right, on the face of the goddamn it's, planet. I don't even that want shit even, hurts. Right. Don't nobody. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. So what? So walk me through the paps, man. I know it's like a claw that opens up, right? You put your leg in these stirrups. Cold as fuck and in then the it's, room. Cold, it's cold in there. And then your doc, depending on your doctor, my doctor tries to give me smile talk. So, hey, how's your brother? He's man, a guy? Man, no, it's a woman. Okay. And so, man, man like, it's, it's like these claws, and it, it, it opens just like this. Like, they stick it in. Like, mm. first they put this KY on it, like a whole glop of it. Stick it in there, and then they, you open these Cause it's like a it's like a clamp, so they go clamp, right, right. Clamp, they clamp, clamp, and they yeah, keep pushing like, it open. Yeah, it's open. And they're and opening then, your cervix, right? Yeah. So then mm. they stick this little thing in there and scrape your inside. Yeah, which you can feel. And depending on like no, I work know. at a gynecology and clinic, it's some of the nasty shit. Yeah, that comes and they talking to you, and they just like so. I mean, they're trying to you know, take your mind off of it. No, finish and let me get out of here. I don't want to talk about. I don't want some. And talk. then sometimes they'll stick their fingers up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Push on your push stomach. On your stomach right. and then they'll say it's gonna be a little pressure below. This and is they right. Stick their finger in your asshole. Oh. And push in there. What? She look at Gabrielle like I don't know where you at. She like I don't know. No. What? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> they pick it in there, make sure everything is good. She like, I is. don't know what fucking doctor you going to. They sticking your finger in your asshole. Why they opening your vagina? Doctor man, doctor man, he trying to copy. Trying oh, he to is a man. You did say he was a man. He's a man. Oh, oh, he was. My doctor oh. woman. I don't get that. Yeah. No, they check everything. Did you not? No. I'm just saying, if somebody stick their finger in your asshole, why they got your vagina? I don't know. It just sounds very erotic to me just now. I'm no, sorry. It makes you feel like you have no. shit. Well, at least you no, got a, at least at least they got your legs open. That's a normal like position. It does feel like it, it does kind of feel like you have when you're done because they put so much KY on that thing. Yeah. So it's so much stuff going on coming out. Yeah. When you're done. So do you feel like you need to go home and bathe immediately afterwards? Yes. yes. You feel like you've been well, violated? immediately afterwards, you feel like I need to go to the bathroom and right wipe now. Wipe. Wipe. But think yeah. about yeah. a straight. But think about a straight man. Y'all got you. Yeah, that's where I can hear you in it. Oh. So it's like you got just think about women though. You're you used to your legs being open when you have sex. As a guy, we gotta don't they have to bend over like a table or something? Right. So that's what when you said that Yeah, you gotta bend over I mean how be, So when you said you'd rather lay on your be stomach? erect and come when you said you'd rather be erect and come no, I don't think you're gonna be focused on that. Nah, I'm not, I bro. It's just trying to make light of it. Yeah. You. Especially if I'm bending over a table for you to stick your finger in my ass. Let's say you do find a woman doctor. What are the odds that she's gonna be pretty? Yeah, because it ain't television. And they make everybody yeah, on right. fucking television shows, even fucking firemen. I'm like, 
No, when you go to a real fire station, if it's a woman, she's bull dagger. She's butching. Oh, yeah. You know, no, I thought you talking about I, men. You know what? Most fire men are sexy as They well. are. Just as That's the is. truth. That's the absolute. I thought about being a fireman one I time. I thought about it, too. I took the test. That's, that's and then I said, I ain't trying to run into no burning buildings. That's no, actually what I wanted thing. to be coming Look, out of high school. It depends school. on yeah. where you are. But I decided to go to college in Iowa. Yeah. Like, my uncle's a firefighter in Texarkana, and he, like, they don't hardly ever do, they don't hardly ever fight fire. Like, he's doing, you know, it's like getting a cat out of a tree. He does a whole bunch of, like, hazmat yeah. classes. Yeah. Like, you don't really, you're not really fighting fire. Yeah. I have about five homies who are firefighters here in the city of Dallas, and they love it. Most of them don't see a lot of action, right? Yeah. But a couple of them they do but because and women love I it think too. The firefighter is is one of the lowest levels though, so that's why they don't see a lot of action. Yeah. You got to work your way up until you're the actual person that's running in the building to save people. Now I would like to be an arson investigator. That's that something. Be pretty I, cool. Anything investigating something to figure something out, I'm cool with it. CSI. Yeah. yeah, I used to watch that shit all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I actually I used to watch CSI. Criminal I used to watch. Yes, I used to watch CSI yeah. Miami all the time until the girl that I was with for years broke my heart and moved to Miami, and I was that petty. I was like, I don't want to <laughs> oh see God. anything <laughs> in Miami. I was just so right. fucked up. I was like, anything that related to Miami or Florida, I don't want to fuck with. I just right. got back on the bandwagon like four years ago. Oh gosh! Yeah, you were super. Yeah, I was tore. I told you, I was sick. My lights got cut off. I told you the story. I don't know what the fuck it was. I'm delivered now. I'm delivered, delivered, delivered. In our section, they want girls kissing girls. That's the way we do it, flexing. Y'all don't wanna ride with the team, gonna come. My lips and them purrs got these young bitches from. I know you enjoying these moments. Let's get some girls and go turn up. I brought some cash to burn up. Do you like new shit now, now, now? Tell your ex family. I be the nigga who take your bitch from you and then give her right back to you. You should be thanking me, nigga. Cause I gave her right back to you. Yeah, somebody drinking this motherfucker. She done put, she put the Coke cap on the vodka bottle. Oh, she did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people are drunk in this bitch today, or getting there. Oh, but it did screw though. Yeah. Screw. Fuck no, Brian. Please give me some ice. <laughs> shit, man, this man shit here, up. bro. This shit here. We wanted to talk about um, how important is self-reflection, and this was brought to us by one of our listeners, Miss Harrell, and she was talking about how it how important it is to reflect on where you are before like getting into relationships uh before you think about moving or like you know any kind of relocation um i think it's good to i, I was looking up something i think it may have been on the huffington post and it was talking about how important is self-reflection it was saying being aware of uh what you want out of life self-reflection helps you kind of gauge that um if you're consistently having negative experiences or dating the wrong people self-reflection can kind of help you be aware of that uh helps you consider the progress you've made and the progress you know like your setbacks so for me when i think about self-reflection i had to self-reflect um at a moment at a point in time i had dated three girls back to back yeah i was thinking of a lyric to try and say right after that but i couldn't i don't want to hear about this ever again <laughs> even when she tells you she just want to be friends <laughs> but uh i thought about it after a couple of relationships to where i was like okay what am i doing wrong to where this doesn't work out and when i did my self-reflection i found out that number one i'm a great person but i am a dick and i was like i'm very demanding <laughs> i was like i'm very demanding um 
but like I, everybody hear me talk about, I'm big on reciprocity. And I feel like any relationship with men and women, sometimes we fall off on the reciprocity. But when it, it got to a point to where I was not giving the type of love or emotional support or respect that the women were giving me. That's what I found out for myself. When it came to jobs and not finding job security and some of the things that I wanted, sometimes I felt like I was picking jobs that I knew I didn't want to be in or I knew I didn't fit in from the perspective of, like, I'm a free spirit. So I'm the type of person, like, if you tell me to do something, I'll do it. But if you're not a good leader, I'm definitely not going to follow you. So that's what kind of led to me getting out of corporate America. That's what kind of led to me doing this whole thing. I'm just a different person. And I feel like when you do self-reflections or self-evaluations, you kind of understand uh, who you are. Did you wash your goddamn hands, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink it because the white folks do it. I'm, I'm going to just go with them. The vodka, the vodka, the vodka, the vodka will clear. I didn't know if anybody else was going to say it. I was like, okay, will, this nigga ain't got it. no uh, scoop. I just, look. Lord, please bless. <laughs> this nigga come Lord, in. Kiss the devil yeah, yeah, this nigga come in, <laughs> taking ice out the bag with his head, putting it in the damn cup before he got it's to okay. me. I, and, I, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it too. Okay. Hey, Brian, they need it too. Thank you. I appreciate it too, but I had to think about it because I was like, okay, I'm like you, I'm like I'm this nigga was taking it out like putting like you know how you get sunflower seeds out of a bag right. and you kind of hold them, <laughs> you can hold your fist sideways. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to ask this nigga before he put he this in. Some of the ice went in his nails. <laughs> yeah, see, Artizi wasn't going for it. Bring me the bag back. I'll do. I'll do it myself. She wouldn't even if I. If we're dating, and even if I would have did that, she would have like, give me another cup. <laughs> Oh, you wouldn't have? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I just know you're very particular. So, you know, I, I was just trying to make sure. I don't even know what the fuck I was you're talking, talking about. about self-reflection. Self-reflection. So I did mine. It's on y'all. Who want to go? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've tried, but I still don't know why. What, where? You don't know why you are who you are? Where I go wrong, I guess, in, in relationships. The only thing I can think of mm -hmm. is that I, I, I'm very sarcastic. I, um, I'm very sarcastic, and I... I, I don't let things go all the time. Not like as far as like, not as far as like, you know, I'm always holding a grudge, but like if we're having a conversation, I want to have it right now. Yeah. Like I want to have it right now and I'm going like dig and, Most you know. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't feel like, um, I, you I'm going to do it. You don't dig right then and there if somebody don't want to talk? No, because I can't do it right then and there. Sometimes, okay. is, if see, I try to handle it right then and there, I'd be done punch somebody. Sometimes I need a second to, like, to walk away from walk it. Away. Well, no, 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 I'm saying I have a second. No, what I'm saying is it's not right in, in the moment. I'm saying in the moment that we're talking about it, I'm not going to let it go. So in the moment that I'm mad, you're right, I will let it go. But what I'm saying is when I come back to it, yeah. I'm ready to talk about it, and I don't want to stop talking about it until something is resolved. But see, the problem is... It may be resolved in his mind, yeah. but it's not resolved right. in your mind. But the, so the so problem is, like, we're in a relationship together, exactly. So if we are together, I'm not by myself. So we can't we can't stop just because you done. Yeah. If I'm right, not but done, at you the know same what I'm time, you can't keep going just because you want to keep going. So you right. So I don't. So this is the thing. This is this is the thing. The, my medium is, I'll give you time to get your thoughts together. But when you don't come back to the issue. And you just kind of go about life like ain't shit happened. Now I got a problem. I'm gonna say, as a girl, a lot of times guys think that girls think an issue is an issue, but it's really not an issue. Yeah. So See, in their mind, they're saying, "What do I need to come back to?" Because I thought this shit was settled. Right. But because once I said no, it was no. <laughs> there was no convincing me otherwise. Yeah. You the one that. But it's not necessarily always no. a no, a, a or yes, even a yes no. Or no, I'm saying it's not even a yes no thing. If we just having a debate on like, I mean. 
I don't know, just... And then you got to look at, it depends on the guy, because some guys think, like, where we as women think we're debating, the guy thinks that we're nagging or arguing. So, well, we might be just, I'm just trying yes. to talk to you about it. Yes. The guy's going to be like, shit, here she go again. So, right. he don't already closed <clears throat> off. Yes. So right, but that's not fair. That's not, you know, so not, you, you know what I'm saying? Not. It's kind of like, I'm not going to excuse it just because you think that I'm nagging and I'm not. You need right. to grow up and have, be able to have a conversation. We're having a conversation. I'm not... It, I'm not nagging you. It's just kind of like, okay, so I'm talking to you in, in a calm tone. I'm not yelling. I'm coming to you. I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm not cutting you off. But then when I start speaking, now all of a sudden I'm nagging. That's not that's not going to work for me. Well, I think sometimes in, a, in the heat of the moment, if we're talking about a situation and you're repeating yourself, then at that point, I'm ready to shut up. I'm ready to move on to the next subject. Oh, yeah, I don't repeat myself. Don't? I hate repeating myself. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not repeating myself. I'm Because, matter of fact, if you ask me to repeat myself, I'm going to say, I'm, a, I'm, now I'm hearing some sarcasm. It's like, did you not hear the first <laughs> Were you I'm not listening that. when I said were that you, shit Right, the first were time? you not listening? So, yeah, I'm not, definitely not a repeater, but it's just like, I'm not going to stop until like something, I don't like having a conversation and nothing is resolved. Right. So it's like, what, what, did we just waste 20 minutes and then you want to stop and we, nothing's resolved? It is a hard thing to find that place where both, you are happy and your significant other is happy but i can't say when you find it it's a wonderful thing it's, it's when, when you, you get there don't find it but when, when you, you do find there. it it's like shit when you get there it's almost like awkward silence when, like, with, damn, with, we on the same page right it's like oh so we done <laughs> like, okay. okay i think when i found it in my relationships though i think we both realized that we both had to agree to disagree not only agree to disagree that, yes that is, is that we both had to realize that i need to tone it down I need to not be you as, as aggressive person, as I was. Yes, I need so to she not. Had to say that also. No, no, yeah, we both said, yeah. you know what? That thing that I thought was more important, I need to change my mindset on that. Versus thinking that and, is always and, the other and a lot of times it's, it's about to me for me uh, and I've, I've brought this up in some relationships. Is it a matter of being right or being happy? So right. it's just kind of like I don't care. Right, if this whatever we're talking about, I don't even care. You know, we can agree to disagree. Right. I just I don't want to fight about it. It's not that trivial that something has to be. I feel like a lot of times you fight over nothing. Like you know, it's just like. It's also that when you get to the point where you know your mate, right? So you know, like, okay, he don't like this, so I know how to handle him. Oh, or right. she don't like this, so I know how to handle her. And right. when y'all under get that understanding, it's easy to get on the same page on what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been gone for a while. I was trying to get me some drinking, and my eyes are just like, I feel this shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right. Like, I turn really, up, turn up, turn up. I really feel it. But no, self-reflection, I think, is very important to do. Um, I think when you're the one who always finds yourself in a negative situation or you're always the issue. or but not you, necessarily a negative situation. Nah, yeah, even a positive. The same situation <laughs> if and, and you are not necessarily happy with the situation. Exactly. That's when it's time to sit back and think about, okay, well, True. what am I doing? True. Because now, self-reflection goes in many different ways. Because when you said self-reflection a minute ago, I, can't, I came up with a thought and I wrote it. I, I guess I put it in my phone. Self-reflection is the first step in the growth process. You have it's to take inventory somewhere. of where yeah. you are in order to know where you're going. Did you write that or you looked that up? <laughs> I know you're very educated, so I trust <laughs> I that you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that in the notes on my phone because I yeah. thought about it for a moment. Before you even move forward with doing anything, you have to think about where you are. Yeah. And so you have to reflect on how you feel about it and how you must move forward. True. You know what I'm saying? The things you have to do to do that. And so I think that in, you know, assessing your career or anything else you want to do, you have to reflect on where you are. And I think that's important because if you don't do that, I don't really think you're moving forward with the proper mental, you know, uh, state to so, yeah. know where you're really going. 
Yeah. Right. If you don't know where you've already been. Right. I feel like that's like in anything. As yeah, far like you said, career, yeah. as far as your budget, as yeah. far as, you know, right. relationships, True. anything. Why is my money leaving me so fast? Right. Oh, because I've been spending money on this right. and that. Right. So Some bullshit. Think about where, yeah, you have to yeah. reflect on and where like, your like I said, it's not, uh, for those who think self-reflection may be something it's negative. It's not. It's not negative. It's just really. necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. It's definitely necessary. inventory of you. And like, when you realize what self-reflection is, you realize, okay, now I'm adult because I see. I'm taking inventory of what I expect, what yeah. I want, and what negative, positive, whatever, just what my expectations are, what I'm doing to not get there. And, and you'll what find I'm it to be to some of the most there. peaceful times in your life yeah. because oh, yeah. you're really coming to some type of conclusion within yourself, and yeah. that is so fulfilling. Well, that's why they always say, like, you should take at least 30 minutes out of every day just yeah. to meditate and think on your own mm, and right. quiet. Okay, like, what was today? What did it mean in my grand spectrum <clears> of where I want to be? Uh, what didn't I do? What could right. I have done better? Yeah. And just understand that and then take whatever you thought of that day and move it to the next day yep. and keep building on yeah. it. And also being in a good perspective, we have to take a break here in a minute and pay some bills. But if you're that person who nobody's hanging around you or nobody wants to be around you or nobody's really like pouring into you like they once did, you really need to look at yourself. Find out why people are not around you, why people don't want to be around you, why people are not lending the ear or lending their personal time to you again. You need to pay attention to that. But on that, you have to be willing to listen also. You truly do. Because that's a problem. Like, people may be telling you something, and you may have to understand that you might be doing something wrong. Like, yeah. a lot of people are just kind of stuck. I feel like, don't that's, feel that's, like that's, some, that's a, a discovery that comes from self-reflection, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need yeah. to listen more. Right. You know, I yes. need to pay attention to, to what other people are saying and not be so defensive or not be so offended just by because someone's trying to, you know, to help me. And right. realize those people who do tell you the things that you don't want to hear are probably the people that you need to keep in your life right. because you don't want a right. lot of yes men around you. Right. True. That you don't. Um, we're going to be talking about etiquette coming up next. And if people wondering why I'm saying that, Christian has given me a great idea to incorporate what we're going to be talking about next. So we're going to talk about party Are etiquette. Who me? I am drunk. <laughs> like, a nigga, my radio voice is fully kicked in. But we're going to be talking about elevator etiquette. We're going to talk about party etiquette. We're going to talk about all of that shit coming up. We got to pay some bills so again. So if you did something oh, awkward, be sure to tune into us and yeah. we'll tell you the proper etiquette. Yeah, and we also want to let you know before we go to break, we have the great Saul Williams that's going to be calling in next week from Europe. Uh, this is my first big interview, our first big interview. So, man, if you know Saul Williams, you definitely want to tune in and listen in next week. If you don't know him, you definitely need to research him. He's a great poet, a great author, a great uh, philanthropist, a great actor. Um, If you don't know him, he's the one who was practicing abstinence while dating Lynn on Girlfriends, the big show that used to be on BET and TV One back in the day. They're still playing it right now. So again, tune in. Go check us out on uh, our website at www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, like I said before, if you want to call in, hit us up, When you get a free, when you get a chance, man, I want to uh, run my cup. Garcon. Garcon. <laughs> 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 
Which one? Which one of the waiters was Garcon? Is on Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Garcon. We want to talk about elevator etiquette, man. This is something I thought about. Not, you know, um, to all my white friends, I'm sorry, but y'all motherfuckers is rude when it come to goddamn getting on, <laughs> getting on and off the elevator. The first thing, wait for a motherfucker to come off the goddamn elevator before you try to get your ass on it. But to their defense, or to my defense, because I do that, a lot of times, like when people are on the elevator, they're in that back corner, right? Yeah. And so when the other fella opens, you're like, oh, this shit is empty. So you get to walk on, but then next thing you know, somebody pops their head out. That's an exception. But when it's full, white folks will walk on when there's 20 people on that motherfucker. And they'll barrel through. And you'll be like, motherfucker, you need to wait. Yeah, that's just rude. Before I get into that, I wanted to tell this story. I've been telling people this story. So earlier this week, man, I was driving. And um, I was driving a company truck. And I was driving out to McKinney. And you know, like when you're driving, and like you, like my phone had fell, so I caught my phone real quick. Like my reflexes caught it, but my hand, my left hand moved, and it clicked the uh, bright, the bright light on, and it was at night. So it's like it looked like it flashed in front of me. Like maybe you, you know how people flash you when you're going too slow. It's like go on, motherfucker, or get over. I did it by accident. So it was a white guy driving the car with his girlfriend. So he has a little speedy car with the loud pipes and shit. So he immediately slows down. So I try to get in the left lane. He gets over in the left lane. I try to get in the right lane. He gets in the right lane. I try to get back over to the left lane. He speeds up in front of me, gets in the right lane, and he slows down to where his bumper is, like, on my front. So I was like, okay. So I, like, kind of did a football juke. Like, I was going to go to the left, and I swerved to the right, and I went on to the light. And I'm like, okay. He gets to the light before me. As I get to the light, he's rolled the passenger side window down. I'm like, all right, I'm in a company truck. I got to try to be appropriate. I roll my window down, and I said, hey, bro, I apologize. I didn't try. This is a white guy now with his girl in the car trying to show up. I said, I apologize. I did not try to flick those lights. It was an accident. He's like, but goddamn, bro. I was like, bro, I made a mistake. I didn't try to do it. But if you want to keep acting like that, do not fuck with me, white boy. His girlfriend said, oh, my God, please go. Like they drove through the light. But I was a little bit more erratic. I have liquor in me, so I'm chill now. But I was like, don't fuck with me, white boy. Do not. Today is not the motherfucking day. Yes. <laughs> Nigga, you want to cut me off and go lanes and try and be hard in front of your girl? Right. And I will you dump you on your motherfucking neck. First of all, that was big of you to even pull up to And say, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate exactly. you doing Yeah, bro. That, that was, that was right. mature. Because it was my fault. By accident, just right. to click yeah, that light. Right. You know, yeah. by accident. Right. That was big of you. But he didn't it even was. know. And, that, and But when he started trying to be like real brody, like doing his hands like, what, bro? What the fuck? I was like, don't fuck with me, white boy. Yeah. Not today. I've already told a story a couple weeks ago but when Christian was like, well, well, you know, some white dudes can fight. I don't give a fuck. I feel like uh, something feel in like me. For all, until, yeah, until yeah, and I, I said, beat you, up have show, you have to show, show me. me. You have to show me. You have to show me. I told him, I was like, right. I don't give a fuck if that like, nigga is that six, mean? eight and huge. I don't care. I feel like something about my ancestors will come in me and I will rise up. That's why I have an issue with dating a guy shorter than me because something in me feels like I can beat you. I'm pretty sure I can't. I'm pretty sure I'm I can't. I'm so glad but that I'm not the only person who feels like that. I do have a. I just it's just like something like I would like shut your ass. Like, <laughs> well, I'm short. Is, I'm shorter than every. No, if shorter than put, me. If Artesia put heels on, every girl I've ever dated the last seven years, if they put heels on, they're taller than me because they're the same height. 
But I always get women to be like, you carry yourself in such a way, oh, right. all this confidence that it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay yeah. when y'all are like naked. The same height. Right. But, but like if I'm at your shoulder. Like clearly shorter than me. Yeah, I'm at your shoulder. I feel like if we got into it. Yes. I got to take up for your ass. Exactly. And why little niggas and always want to drive big trucks? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I don't want to have to take This is a couple years ago, y'all. I kid you not. I'm driving down the street, and I meet this guy at the stoplight. He is in a um, Hummer. Yeah. Hummer, right? So I'm like, oh, shit, okay. It's kind of cute. Yeah. In a Hummer. Cool, right? So we exchange numbers at the light. <laughs> I've never so done funny. that. That's funny. That's funny. I'm like, this works for we real. Ex- we exchange numbers at the light because he looks and I'm looking cool, right? Yeah. So we talked for maybe like two or three weeks before we actually like met, like just talking, texting, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So then he, we finally meet, and we meet somewhere, not like him coming to pick yeah. me up. So we meet somewhere, and, and I get there first. And so I see him pull <laughs> up in the Hummer. In like, the okay, Hummer, yeah. Car, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So I get out the car. When I see him pull up, he parks, hops out the car. I keep she you said not. hops this, out. This nigga was so <laughs> That lets you know <laughs> that nigga's <laughs> small. <laughs> right. <laughs> He hops out. This, this, this man was like, like he does 4-11. I kid you uh, not. 4-11. Y'all seen that video of that little motherfucker hopping yes, out? Oh, yeah. Yes. And it was like that Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, which was crazy because for two weeks, I liked the guy. Yeah. Oh. Until he hopped his ass up that two big weeks. ass Hummer. 11 I was like, oh, Niggas shit. so small yeah. when you walk in, they be like, you need a baby seat right. at the table to it sit was, down. It was over. Like, yeah. it was over. Like, so did you go? Did, did you, you even go, go in with it? Did you go in? Or? I finished the day because I didn't want to be rude. Yeah. Right. I finished that, but after that, you got we your free meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't go to dinner. We just went for drinks. Did he pay for the drinks? No, it was Dutch. Because again, it was just oh. two weeks. I yeah, still right. would have paid, though. That's just me, though. I was say, But see, here's the problem. Like, you kind of, you you get a feeling for who you want to pay for something and who you not. True. Because you don't want to give off that. Yeah, right, right, right. And so we have been talking and we have been cool, but it it never got to anything like romantic or sexual in our conversation. I'm still on hopped out the car though. He did. He hopped and, and hopped. I'm talking about like it seemed like he had to jump. If down. he's four eleven though, you know, don't Hummers have like those two steps yeah. that you got to climb yes, up? Yes, that's what I'm saying. He jumped. So down. when he jumped down, that means he knew he was short. He didn't even want to walk down the stairs. I'm he like, was like, I'm gonna just jump out this bitch. Hopped out the car. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you in this big ass gigantizoid ass Hummer, oh, and your man. ass is four eleven. Mm. Yeah. So is after that, that, it didn't, it didn't work any longer. Yes. Yeah, uh, let me turn it this way. If y'all, got a little warm now. if y'all hear the blowing, it's just the fan. Oh. Can you? Yeah, I'm gonna have to push it that way. Can you feel a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. All right. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, that whole uh, okay, people yeah, shorter than you now. shit is the worst. So elevator etiquette, man. We got all. We've been off oh, all day. It's all yeah. no, no, no. Bring no it's, back. it's all good. I want to talk about etiquette. Yeah. Now I'm not alone. Now that everybody is yeah. serious. Yeah. Right everybody in this bitch is getting drunk. Everybody get with. Shout out to my crown, maybe that's keeping me cool. Chill over here. Chill, like a motherfucker, bro. Okay. So I just watched Juice on Thursday. Was that night. your first time? No, no, no. Okay, oh, I've good. never seen it. This, yeah. is, this is like my sixth. I don't want to talk to you. Look at me like this. Yeah, let her make I've it. Never, yeah, I never. Never. I've never seen it. I've never seen Juice. I've never seen New Jack City. Stop doing it. Stop right now. Give me your black card. Give me your black card. Give her her black card and get this nigga Uncle Tom suit. Right. Both of them. No, she hasn't either. Get both of them. No, okay. First of all, Joe Rock. I hope he's listening. He was supposed to invite me to movie night so we could have a black movie night because I told oh him I had gosh. never seen the thing, seen it in these. You better movies, watch so, Joe Rock. So somebody trying to have me a Netflix, he trying to have a Netflix and chill. Oh, you better watch Netflix Joe Rock. Hey, Joe Rock, you my boy. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, you but, a nasty <laughs> motherfucker, though. But listen. You know, he nasty. One of them cute. Yeah, you're cute. That nigga's nasty. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so elevated etiquette. Okay. I'm like nasty guy. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> she said, bring Ooh. on Mr. Nasty. Mr. Oh, nasty man. <laughs> I know about that. Um, so, yeah, you remember this scene, right, where Bishop is chasing Q? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they hop into the elevator, right? Well, Q hops into the yeah, elevator and first. Both, right. Yeah. And it's all these people at the party, it's right? It's on here. I know what you're about to do. Go ahead. Okay. And so then, like, Q's like, damn, cool. I'm cool. Uh, Bishop's not going to find me. And so Bishop lurks his ass into the elevator. Right, right? before that bitch closes. Right before it closes. And so the thing is, everybody's facing the front because, you know, elevator etiquette is that everybody faces, faces the, front. the front. Yep. But Bishop's crazy ass hops into the elevator and, and stares. He's facing everybody. Mm-hmm. Who does this? So shit, Bishop right? is Wesley Snipes? No. <laughs> Please. Oh. Take her hard. <laughs> Get Take the- her motherfucking black card hey, right goddamn now. We're taking a mic. If she got a green card, take her green card. If she got we're a black card, take that motherfucker. <laughs> Even if you was a white person, take that motherfucking card. Wesley Snipes. It's Tupac. Yeah. What? Wesley Snipes. This ain't white man can't Wesley Snipes is New Jack City, my man. Right. Damn. Damn. What, what does her mic say? I'm turning this bitch off. Uh, oh, my God. I don't even know. I done got hot in this motherfucker. Oh. No, Bishop is Tupac, Tupac okay, in the movie. Okay, got it. And Q is Omar Epps in okay, the movie, it. okay? Uh, okay, got you. okay, so Bishop. All right, I'm back. <laughs> so Bishop hops in the elevator, right? Elevator etiquette is that everybody faces the front of the elevator. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bishop, because his ass is crazy, faces the back of the elevator looking clearly at Q. Yeah. And everybody's just kind of looking at him. So I guess the question is, elevator etiquette, is it weird when somebody gets into the elevator and it's not facing the front. That's the number six rule yeah. on here. It says face forward. Yeah, you don't step in that motherfucker and everybody else straight and you looking at the people in front of you. Right. So the list that I got, again, this was from Huffington Post. Stand off to the side and wait for it to open, first of all. Yes. Hold the door so it doesn't shut on someone if you're inside or outside. That's yes, just respect. Don't try to skeeze no, it. No, no, well, we, we'll let, we'll no. Get your deba- let me get these out because we've been okay. going for 20 minutes. Okay. Don't she try to squeeze in while it's closing. <laughs> just wait for the next one. She can't drink it next week. No. So <laughs> that's what she just said with, with Bishop. Don't try to squeeze in when the door is closing. Right. If it's getting packed, move your ass to the back. Don't just stand at the front because you want right. to continue to be at the front. Move to the back. Don't be trying to walk in while people are walking out. That's the thing that I said about the white folks right. at the beginning. Respect the space and speak with a normal or below normal vo- uh, tone of voice if you're going to use the phone on the elevator and you have to take that call. Face forward and don't get in someone else's space trying to fix your tie or your hair. Meaning don't bow somebody or elbow somebody or do something that causes you to reach into somebody else's personal space. That's one thing I know about white people. They do not know, they don't know personal, personal space. Period. They elevator don't, or not. I've never had personal, 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 personal space. Oh, gosh. They're always in your space. It's just in an elevator? Like, no, just yeah, period. period. Like she said, period. period. If you in line waiting for a hamburger get off my or if you're paying for groceries, like they start putting right. their shit on there. Like I know I was at the grocery store the other day and I was getting something and I had like it was a woman in front of me. I didn't even put my shit on the conveyor belt for it to go down the line. When I did, it was like the woman's food was right at the, like this is the line right before the registry. Then I had my shit right here, and it was probably like that much room. And she started putting her shit up there, and I'm like, "You can't wait till I get to the front before you start putting your oh, shit on the conveyor the belt, and don't be on my back when I'm putting my debit card information in." Yeah. White people do not fucking know space. So if you want to talk about elevator space, I think this conversation is more for white people because black people know space. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. 
They don't know space, but they don't know but fucking that's not, space. But that's not just white people. That's white. That's anybody. I feel like other than black people. True. Anybody. Hispanics are black, like that too. They don't know Hispanics about are like that space. Too. I was Somebody on Twitter. And Hispanics, you do not need to speak fucking Spanish on the elevator. So hold on. That shit is Hold on. Side note. Side note. Somebody on Twitter just told me that I need to go watch the movie because I said Wesley Snipes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we've already said that. Yeah, we know. It's a good movie. To Ashley C at a Curry nineteen eighty one. Is that, a new, is that a new follower? Movie. Thank you, uh, Ashley C. Movie, Ashley. Curry, for following. It's a, no, it's A. Curry. I'm drunk. I'm sure she understands that she's listening. The fact that I'm even attempting to try to say her name, Ashley. we appreciate you. It's Ashley. It's not Lee Dale. Well, it's Lee Dunn. Lee Dunn. See? Lee Dunn. You fucking <laughs> up. I'm, I'm having an out-of-body experience right I am, too. Now. Oh, wow. Ashley, we appreciate you. And Brian taking all these pictures. I got half, all half of these bitches he showed me during the break. My eyes closed. I'm like... Your, your hat crooked. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I was I trying to go I work. Can't talk to, I forgot I had these ears on my head. I'm yeah. thinking, what's that on my head? It's so crazy. <laughs> so the next one is we're going to talk about party etiquette. This is the one I really want to talk about. Is there a such thing? I don't it know. is party. Okay, etiquette. tell me what it is. I'm just asking. I'm if just asking. I don't party. You a motherfucking liar. You just came. You don't came to every party I done threw since you've been here. Y'all gonna call me out like that? You been to a party? So I met you at a party. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Straight up. Like, yeah, I party a lot. <laughs> You're an alcoholic right. in so many no, words. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm about that, that. What, two weeks you keep ago? saying that every week. People gonna think that I'm an alcoholic for real. Well, you know what? Niggas who drink at eleven o'clock in the morning. Then, who drinks at eleven o'clock in the morning? You drank at eleven one when? day. I saw you. When? She's, and don't say, oh, it's wine. That's still alcohol. I didn't say it's wine. But no, I know no. that's what you're going to say. No. I know that's what it is. When did no. I drink at 11 o'clock in the morning? I was going to say it's mimosas. But it's Which all the same not. Thing. Wait, it's just champagne. <laughs> no, nigga, that's Celebration alcohol. of life. It'll get you right. <laughs> so, Celebrate. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Whoa, the. We're going to talk about it from the host. We're going to talk about party etiquette from the host perspective. So okay. make sure you invite. Your invite is clear. Like, where are you going right. to be at? What time it starts? So on and so forth. All the details. Make sure you plan it well. You yeah. want to make sure the food is Attire. there when the guests are there. Make sure you make you know you let people know what you wear. know what to wear or what not to wear or where they can be freely. Right. No be what? Yes, true. Are these official parties or just get-togethers? These are official parties, like okay. birthday parties. This is, this, party. is, this is something that has an invitation that says RSVP. Correct, okay. like the party we having on November twenty-first. Right. Okay. I'll give y'all more details. So if y'all want to come out, come out. It don't make no, you know, we cool with it. Be welcoming, if, and this is all for the host. Be welcoming. Be flexible. Be the spark of the party. What do you have to say? Because you're standing up like you got something to say. Oh, we didn't see that. If you're trying to call in, call in again. We drunk. I don't know how to answer that. I'll, I'll show you. All you got to do is just click on the, the phone button. It's right. It's what the one by Joseph. Yeah, it'll pop up in the middle of the screen and you'll just click on it. Oh, I didn't see nothing pop up. It don't say Miss Call. These niggas ain't checking. Is somebody Brian, the only one that ain't been in here, just My pouring bad. up. These no, niggas, no, but this was before us. That was at Tribal Judah. That's what people was trying to call to get in, get prayer earlier. From the yeah, I don't even know why they calling them niggas. Trying to get prayer. <laughs> the prayer line. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like we've been on the radio for three hours already. I need to drink more because I feel like I've gotten more time. Either, like it's either that or the fucking time change. But any, e- either way, that's thank you, Jesus. That's tonight. That's, that's, tonight. that's not yet. Well, and that's what I'm saying. But maybe it's preparing itself. <laughs> I don't know. You so you prepare. the host for <laughs> for party etiquette, you got to be flexible. Be okay, the spark. So give it. Give examples. Uh, be, when you say be when it's hold like on, hold being, on before you do that. How many finish the list? All right, I'm going to go through it again. Yes, go through the As list. the host, you have to make sure the invite is clear, plan well, be welcoming, be flexible, be the spark, be appreciative. 
of those who came. I'll go ahead and break it down real quick. If you're the host, make sure the invite is clear. Like I said before, make sure you know the time, you have the place, and the uh, far as what to wear, if right. it's casual or dress up. Plan well. You want to make sure that you have the food and stuff there when people get there. You don't want people right. there and, and you know, no up, food is there. Uh, be welcoming. You want to say, hey, thanks for coming out, so on and so forth, as you're planning that. Uh, be flexible. If something changes, let's say the food is late. You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure you make an announcement to let people say, hey, we're glad you came out, so on and so forth. The food will be here in 30 minutes. We'll be able to eat whatever, whatever, or the cake will be here. Be appreciative of those who came. When they come in and they say, hey, thanks for the invite. Thanks for the hey, Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming out, so on and so forth. The one I want to really want to get to because most most hosts are good is the fucking guest guest tell whether you are going to attend or not i'm getting to a point yes. to where i don't give you a maybe it's going to be yes it's or no yes or no, no fucking maybe if you want to switch from no at the end or if you just want to show up i'm cool with that but if it's rsvp because you have a head count make sure you say yes or no and do it within the allotted time that's right. given. Yeah. Uh, be on time. You know what I'm saying? If it starts at 8 o'clock, don't come at 11 because mm-hmm. you want to be fashionable, uh, mm-hmm. fa- uh, make a fashion statement, and you fucking dress whack as shit. Get your ass there on goddamn time. Somebody's in there. This feeling. nigga's feeling no. this right, right, hard. Right. I need people to understand this. <laughs> One thing that has this I happened hate? to you recently? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it, right. it has it's happened. Like a therapy session. It's right. happened. It's happened right. a couple of times. And My not bro, only bro. that. I didn't mean to come late no, to your birthday party two weeks ago. No, it's not you. But you know right. what? But you know what? When you Ooh, did come, sorry. you did interact. Yeah, you always, did greet. I don't really give a I honestly don't give a fuck about people coming late, but when you come late. Interact with people. This is what I let me say this. I don't know if this goes on the etiquette list, but I will say it, I did have an issue when we came to your birthday mm-hmm. party. I felt like a lot of people, I don't know by name, so I can't name nobody, yeah. were sitting around like waiting on somebody to entertain. That's what them. I'm talking about. It's kind of like this is not like a, a, a two year old party where no. a clown gonna show up. No, and not gonna, like but, but if if they didn't know each other, there was there needed to be somebody to break introduce them. But I don't feel like that. Everybody's an adult. We're at a party. This is not like but, a, but, a but, service. It depends. Like Joseph said, at, it depends on who it is. Who yeah. knew who was there? I mean, I know it was a. It, it was I a think I bar. Group, I think I introduced a lot. Yeah. For who? For what? I think I introduced everybody that I came in. Like I know when I met Joseph, I introduced him to a whole table of guys. I think you were there. I introduced him. But the thing I is, okay, look, okay, you have a party mm-hmm. full of say a hundred people. We well, had about eighty. Like, okay, night, eighty yeah, people, right? Yeah. So you're supposed to stop what you're doing, and when I show up, go and introduce me to every single that. person there. No. That's what I'm saying. Because I walked around and talked that's at a couple right. of parties I've been to the last couple of weeks. I didn't know him. I was just like, what the fuck is going on with people not interacting with each other? I mean, why can't I just walk up? Social media has fucked us. Are you here for Anthony, or if not, like? Like just just interacting with people, I don't feel but like necessarily the host needs to go around and introduce. They, me they to need to be. They need to be. I think it's on the environment. Cause think yeah. about it. If you were That's at a club, right? Would you just walk up to somebody random? Like if you were at a club and your best friend was holding her birthday party at the club, would uh-huh. you walk up to somebody random? Only and be like, if Are she, you here for her party? Only if she reserved. If I'm attracted to so like if their party, it was reserved. So no, from from no, the hour, it was reserved. Yes, it was. It was the back, the back was very mixed. Right. Though. That, but, but, right. That, but you can't tell but, the difference. But, but let me you tell you. Really couldn't. Before, no, 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 before y'all go into that, let me tell you. So I make it. Let me so we could clear that up. When we had my party, it was reserved in the back. That whole pool table area, all that was reserved. The part that fucked it up was because people did leave and go to the front and because people wanted to watch a certain game or they wanted to do whatever. But we had service for the area to serve you. We had three TVs back there to where you could have said, hey, 
can you turn? Because people came to me and was like, hey, can we watch this particular game? And I was like, yeah, just tell them to change it. But when people migrated, certain people knew people. And then basically what happened was people clicked up. I, I and after say that, that it was clearly defined that this area was reserved. When I came late. I know I came yeah. late. Etiquette but rule we, number one. And that's so what I said. Turn it down. I came late. Point and, is I that, boy. and I get that. But when you walked in, anybody who came a little bit late, when you walked in, it wasn't clearly defined. No, it like, wasn't. This it is wasn't. reserved. And, and so these are my people. And then these, because when I Both. saw you, yeah. you were at the front bar. Yeah. Right? And the reason being is because, and I'm going to let you speak next, Joseph. I'm going to be real quick. This is the thing, though, too. No offense, but if you did come on time, you would have known that that area was pre- reserved right. for so that. And then at it? that point in time, when you came in later, it had already kind of split it, up. Right. So as but, you came and, late, but, but when you came late, it was past. It was already past the reserved anyway. time. It was and like eight to ten. And everybody yeah, six that to 10. walked up and spoke to you to say, "Hey, Anthony, what's up? Happy birthday! I'm here." You introduced him I to did. anybody you saw around you. You did that to me several times. I would walk up to you, even after we had already initially spoke. You said, oh, hey, whatever. To make sure people knew right. people. But then everybody, but I want to say, when Gabby said that adults and they should, you know, feel comfortable to speaking with whomever, everybody's not like that. Yeah. I am a very, I want to start a lie, conversation bro. with anybody and no matter, I don't no care what, what we're talking about, yeah. no matter what we are. Exactly. But everybody's not going to just get up and feel free to walk to over there. To go speak to somebody. You know, like those but couches. You people seem like they were, you then. Because I, I mean, I've gone, I've gone she to parties, I've gone to parties yeah. where I didn't know a single person, but the person invited me, I mean, and is. I just felt like that's rude of me to feel like you need to babysit me because yeah. I don't know nobody here. Yeah. So Ooh. I have to, I have to step we out of my about comfort that last zone. Time yeah. too. And, yeah. and it depends on the person. Yeah, it does. Because it really like does. Uh, Jojo, some sorry. people are introvert. <laughs> some people are introverted. Some people are extroverted. <laughs> Joseph was telling us about his date last week. Was it last week? Oh. No, I told you last week about the situation, but oh, the chocolate girl. Not last week. Oh, okay. no, you were telling us last week about the date where you had a situation. Right. She's a grown ass woman. Y'all were at an oh, event. Oh yeah, yeah. And she act like she didn't know. She was how waiting on him to, go, to kind of yeah, yeah. to go introduce. Is that is that what kind of like what my post was about too? Right, kind of right. Which uh, it was it was it was yeah, it was, okay. con- yeah, it didn't, right? yeah okay. somewhat it was similar. I think it depends on it's like some people. It is a case where, yeah, you go up there and 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 nobody's a stranger, and you can introduce yourself and speak to whomever. <laughs> Bro, I said I'm boots. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said I'm the stolen. Yeah, that nigga. That, he like I'm. <laughs> Cause he been right, he been, I think he he been working for the last hour and a half. That nigga just fell in the corner. We just hear a, a door knock. taking these pictures, right? <laughs> but that's what But you have to My know that about the people that you invite. So if, yeah. if I invite somebody who I, of course, who I know is an introvert and they don't yeah. know anybody but me, of course I will cater to them. But I mean, these are all I feel like you know one offs. So I'm just saying, generally speaking, right. yeah. generally speaking, if I if you invite me to your event and I don't know anyone there, matter of fact, the first event that y'all invited me to, the only people that I knew were you and Artesia, yeah. and I think the first person I spoke to was him. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I come on, on time. time. Right, come on no time. No CP time, time for me. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying I, I can't, I can't really expect nice. to for whoever invited me to to cater to me all night, unless yeah. maybe you know somebody that I'm dating or something like that. But I just feel like you put that's too much pressure on somebody who's hosting the event. Who has already has the pressure of you know seeing about right. the food, seeing about right. the, the the venue, seeing you know having a good time themselves, and also now I have to tend to make sure everybody knows each other. I don't in in a, in a bar like setting. Maybe I, if it was at a, at a house party or you know a little brunch, a little gathering. And or, see, and I think that was the thing about the the last party that he had was that because it was in a bar setting, it made it a little bit more uncomfortable because that was obviously unfamiliar faces. But right. if you're in a house, but you're in a house party, it's 
easy to go oh, in right. and feel like you can talk to, to anybody. anybody. That's true. We're, we're really there all for one common thing. Right. But at that bar, it was a little different. Okay, so go ahead. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Arteezy? I know. That's a little bit confusing to me because mm -hmm. I'm an introvert. So just this is the first year that we actually had a laid back party. Yeah. It seems like it would be a little bit more difficult if mm -hmm. everything was so like bougie, right. so to right. speak. Right. But because it was in like a, a laid back neighborhood kind of bar right. type feel, it seemed like people should have been more prone to say, hey, you know, to introduce themselves to other people that they might not have known. That's what I feel like. It wasn't like we were in, you know, something, some stuffy, some stuffy area where I guess introduction. Need, I, I didn't feel the introduction was. Needed. I mean, but the, in those settings, though, most people feel um, somewhat reluctant to go into their natural habitat, and for most of them, it's to be within self versus right. being outward. They're but not I feel like even, but even, even when they extroverts. were interacting with each other, I just still feel like everybody was still kind of sitting around, like they were waiting on something. And we're to talking happen. about Anthony's party. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, the, the only thing I can say about Anthony's party was that because, like, again, I got there late. I understand that, <laughs> but everybody was so <laughs> kind of spread out. Like to me, when I walked in, it was just a bar club environment, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was a mixed environment, white people and black people. And I didn't necessarily know everyone, so I don't know who's here for Anthony and who's here just because they come to this bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Me, as just a normal person, if I was to go to a bar, I wouldn't just walk up and introduce myself to people. I might walk up and right. introduce myself to people who I think know Anthony. Yeah. But because everybody's so spread out, I didn't know that. And so I think that's, that may be why some people were like, okay, if they came in a group or a clique or whatever, they kind of stayed to their clique until Anthony came by. And then was like, yeah, these are my people here. These are my people there. And then they're like, okay, let me go talk to whomever mm -hmm. it may be. The reason why I disagree with you because, as I had to learn that. I'm normally the type of person to walk in any situation and feel as though everybody should feel welcome because I'm going to talk to whomever about mm -hmm. whatever I want to. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. So for me, I could be on the same, you know, I can be like you and say, you know what, forget it all. You know, um, okay, I fucking lost my train of thought. Okay, I'm well, let me, let, me pick, feel look, <laughs> let me pick up where you go, just pick up. I just, I'm not saying, I feel like if I don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to go. That's, that's how I am. So it's just kind of like if I don't feel I just feel like that's unrealistic, in my opinion, to feel like this one person is going to. It's unrealistic, in my opinion. It's selfish for me to think this one person that I know is going to cater to me the entire night. Or I is agree going, with you so on that's, that. That's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I understand that everybody isn't, you know, comfortable. Because I mean, I, I initially wasn't comfortable. Like I didn't get like this until after I got divorced. I've never gone anywhere by myself. Yeah. Right. So until like, when I got divorced, it's just like okay. I got. I mean, I'm gonna stay at home, or I gotta step out and just right. get out of my comfort zone I, and and make myself do this. I agree with you that it's unrealistic to think that they're gonna cater to you, but I feel like it is realistic to expect that if they invite you to somewhere where they at least like acknowledge you and say, "Hey, these oh, are yeah. my people We're back about there." Not the whole night. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I, not get saying, like, I get acknowledgement. Yeah. Walk you to no, I get acknowledgement. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, acknowledge and say, "Hey, thanks for coming. These are my people back there. That's my homegirl. That's my homeboy. Be at home. You know, do you? I feel like and enjoy I, I get yourself. that. I get acknowledgement. But what I'm saying yeah. is, y'all were saying that the host is responsible for making sure everyone knows everyone. No, 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 and no, 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 not everyone. Just like a just the host really is supposed to be the person that kind of like. If, if you're coming in a particular way, and I guess I feel like when I think about my party, I probably should have put it out and said, hey, make sure if you come and come through the back. I could have did that to where as people pass through, they would have saw me. They would have saw us. And, and you know, the, the, the situation of where you're supposed to be would have been made clear. 
that part as a host, if you know, I fell off. But but there is an interaction to where, like I said, for me, if I go to a party, I'm not gonna move like like I'm like Joseph. I'm gonna maneuver the area and mm-hmm. the space that I'm in to get to know people, even if it's a situation. Like I had several people, like I said, come to me and say, "Hey, I want to see this particular game," or "Hey, can we do pool here?" And they could have just had people, you know, I mean, because I mean, it's a little bit of common sense to say. If I'm at a party, we have a specific type of group that's going to be catering to us. We're going to have waiters who are catering to us, which we did. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. This is how I know. I know these people that I'm speaking of that went to the bar or went to another area to do what they wanted to do. Why? Because they wanted to do it, not because they didn't know. Because that whole area. I'm going to tell you like this. Wherever the fucking food is, that's where the party is. Always. They moved away from where the food was, which means they wanted to do something they wanted to do. I'm not a babysitter. So if you want to do that, oh, that's fine. If you want to do that. Right. But, but this is adults a, and you shouldn't ex- have to be a babysitter. Exactly. But this is a situation of party etiquette to where for me, if I go to a party, I'm going to be in that area, in that vicinity that you have set aside for us to be. Right. Well, even if it's a house party, I'm not going to just me personally. I'm not going to leave Culture a house party house. without saying Hey, bro, I'm about to be I'm out. To hey, have a good right. one. Thanks for inviting me. Right. I'm going to be out. But you do have people that are like, I don't give That's a fuck. Like I want to see this. I want to um, see that, and I'm gone. The Juneteenth party. I don't know. Remember who it was, but some girls, like, they were, we thought they were looking for the bathroom. So we were like, the bathroom was right here. They was like, oh, we know. We just looking through the house. Like, oh, they yeah, Christian's house. Yeah, they were just and I'm like, how the fuck you house. going through this nigga's house? Going through his house? It wasn't like he was saying, hey, let me yeah. show you. Yeah, because he was gracious let when somebody, because Christian, he does throw a lot of get togethers. And if you, if he's like, if you're gracious up. enough to say, hey, I'm going to let you come into my house. Don't go looking around my motherfucker. Sit your they ass on like the couch in the corner. Yeah, they was if just going through. If you want yeah. a tour, you fucking ask, ask the host. Ask Do the not walk your ass through my house. If the door is shut, that means it's all you the kind of bitches you got to watch. I was like, if something oh. came up missing, you know who to Yeah, man. Okay. Like, you are the, None the kind of bitch you got to watch. That's why I don't feel like I can have parties in my house. Without people that I, I guess that I know. He had a lot of But people most people there. don't do that. He had a lot of people there. He couldn't. Yeah, he I mean, you he feel had. like he knew all those people there? He knew everybody there? No, he, he didn't. Cause, yeah, he, yeah when, he does, when he throws parties, he normally throws parties, and it's like he'll say, invite who you want if you feel right. like they're cool. But we got to take a quick break. Before we take a break, Christian, you had to, uh, you had to help us pay some bills today. What you got? I am. I am going to do a um, special announcement for anyone who's looking for a Halloween party tonight. I am actually helping put together a Halloween party at this place called Mickey's Sports Bar and Grill. It's in Grand Prairie, Texas. So if you're listening and you're anywhere in the area, feel free to come out. It is free. Uh, we do have a $200 Sexiest Halloween Contest a costume contest it's called the halloween sexy spectacular the address is let me see what it is 30? so if you butt naked you gonna win that's you if somebody thinks win. you sexy yeah you maybe butt naked and look like hot a bag yeah. of potatoes yeah flash not me big big ass <laughs> big titties and a, and a decent face at least uh, Two hundred dollars sexiest costume contest. The address is thirty seven fifty eight South Carrier Parkway, Grand Prairie, Texas seven five zero five two. The doors open at eight o'clock. Now this is a type of party that is it's nothing bougie, guys. So if yeah. you guys are looking for a free, it's free to get in. Yeah, no if sticks in your ass, man. No sticks in your ass. Come if you're looking you for a cool place to just come hang out because you don't have shit to do for Halloween. You just want to be around some good people, some good music, some good food, yep. some good drinks, and have a nice time, feel free to come out. Again, the name is Mickey Sports Bar, and it is in Grand Prairie, Texas. 
address is 3758 South Carrier Parkway, Grand Prairie, Texas, 75052. Doors open at 8. I hope to see you be there. I will definitely be there, and I hope to see some of my fellow cast members here also. Yeah, I'm going to try and go ahead and make it through there. If you're single, definitely come. If you're a motherfucker who's been jacking your dick and you I'm ain't single. had pussy in two weeks. You know you know, Halloween is that time where all the girls, like, ah, yeah. I ain't going to say it, but you Dangerous. know what it is. They get to be like a uh, right? slut, slut, slut. <laughs> and it's not, okay. And typically... And women, if you come, they don't wear panties. Don't no wear need to wear panties. about eight minutes left man and we're trying to um trying to see if we can get about another 30 minutes man we hoping angelo will give us another 30 minutes we really want to keep talking you want to talk about that uh this one and that one okay but um we may have eight minutes left and we may have 38 we'll know that in a little bit hopefully you guys have been enjoying the show real quick i want to talk about this motherfucking dude in south carolina the police who Got fired or lost his job Shoot due to, that yeah, to yeah he lost his job to excessive force. Now he should have he should have. But the thing that tripped me out was the teacher and the principal of that school, which were black. I, I, I feel I think the te- I know the teacher was black for sure because I saw him. Right. I don't know if the the principal, but they agreed to the tactics that the police officer. Oh, I know they took. agreed to it. They agreed. They said that he didn't do anything wrong. Now let me let me let me let me paint the picture for you real quick. Go ahead. I just want to say. I used to work in a school district, and so the I, ISD. God damn! <laughs> yeah, he always, he always the worst one, <laughs> one of the worst ones. And I do want to say, say you agree with this. I'm oh, not me? saying that I agree oh. with this at all, but I do want to say, on semi their defense, yeah. it was the teacher and it was the principal. So at the end of the day, they need to have a job, and I don't think it would have been very smart uh-huh. of them to come out against what he did I would have mm. even if they did not agree with it I, I just th- know how politics work in so at this point I, I get that but I, di- I disagree because my number one it's, it's, a, it's a school district everywhere yeah. you can find you a job I yeah. don't feel like it's, it's some things it's harder to say when you are depending on that job to but pay I your feel light like, bill and rent and everything each but I year. guess for me I guess for me this is where my faith steps in because I can't go with everything. Yeah. I'm not going to go with everything. I'm yeah. going to have to believe that something's going to work out because I can't. I, I don't feel like I could have been in that classroom, say, no matter how bad my rent. And maybe this is because of the of my family and my, and, and my back and, and my my support because I know ain't nobody going to let me be on the street. That yeah. So what I'm saying is, about is 20, uh, 15 to 20 percent of the people. But, but that's what day, I'm saying. I'm not fixing. I'm not fixing. Watch somebody do. Anybody's child wrong, period. Right, right, right. It's just like one, you know, it's like, and I get that right. for you. But what I'm trying to tell you, yeah, I, drunk I, no, no, no. I know for a fact, like, I see this shit, I see it, and I know for a fact. There are things that people may not agree with, but because of how political school districts are, there's some shit. I no, I get it. So let me say this, though. Let me but say you this. ain't going to come out and but say But no, right. I'm not saying everything. And I'm not saying everything's great. Some things I don't agree with, and I'm not going to say nothing. But something of this magnitude, yeah. I'm not going to sit back on that. But let's right, talk I about community, not, I might not But let's talk about community, because when you say this, and you talk about this white police officer that did this thing to this black young girl, yeah. and the teacher was a black man. Man, bro. That's the first thing I saw when I watched the video. Right now in today's society, I would have grabbed that right. so heightened. This is the thing. 
I'm not saying he should have whooped his ass. Yeah. Right. But as soon as he went over there in the first jerk that he did, out of the, hey, 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 right, hey. Right. Hold up. Right. It's I not about to go down like that. But then but, but before even you get to that, this is what I wanna this is what I want to talk about because if any of y'all know the backstory to this story, yeah, it's it's really fucking it's deep really for this little girl. Right, exactly, right. Really it fucking is. deep for it this is. little girl. So that teacher, the black man, that little girl is without family. Right. She has like, nobody. How could, how could I get he that. have seen I get that. that this is his but only girl's solace that he needed to actually stop, take a moment to figure Again. out how to better I don't, I don't reach wanna, her? I don't want to crucify the teacher or the principal Shit. because at the end of the day, <laughs> no one knows. I'm not going to crucify that motherfucker. No one knows but he gonna get how many right. kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. No one okay. knows how many kids that principal or that teacher has at home. Well, and I'm just telling you because I work in, oh, I used to work in yeah. HR at a school district. There is shit. There is shit that all day long they want to say and they want to do. But there are powers that are above them and above the livelihood of their kids and their family to where it's shit that they can't say shit about. I'm not saying that the person didn't think it was wrong. I'm not saying that the person probably didn't want to react See? to it. But at the end of the day, this nigga got bills. That he gotta pay every I get single that. day. See, but let me tell you something about me though, as a man, as a man that work at a corporate job, when I see something like that, it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on. I don't and that's care. You. You're right. That's you. Because what I do know this is I know who I am as a black man that's in this you. country and in this world well, and hey. where we come from. And so what I'm gonna do but is I'm gonna back it up. Let's talk about the guy. Let's talk about the Hold guy. Hold on, let, let me let me say because she barely talks. She never okay. talks. So what you about to say, Artis? Is beyond Lean the into the mic. Beyond the teacher. And beyond the principal, <laughs> talking to what the booty. Say about our community as a whole when the students staged a walkout in support of the officer that did what he did to them. They said what? They staged a walkout in support of the officer to bring him back exactly. because they said that he should not have lost his job. I've heard that. It was a mix. I didn't know no, that. no, I haven't heard that because what all the students were saying is they called him Officer Slam and said he's been having Again, issues. Again, it depends on the student that you hear the story from. That's, that's what I'm trying yeah. to tell y'all. Yeah. It, I mean, it was probably, it was probably about 30 kids in that classroom. And you're going to hear 15 who say he was dead ass wrong, who are probably the black students. And you're going to hear about 12 to 13 to say, oh, I can see why he did Wait. that, which are probably the white to Hispanic students. So it depends. Any story you y'all always hear, it's your story, your story, yeah. and the right version or whatever the truth. So story. let me let me say this real quick. This is my whole thing. Okay, hold on. Can I say this real quick? Because she showed me the the link that she yeah, took the walkout. So um, this is from the state dot com Spring Valley High students stage walkout in support of fire deputy. This is as of October the thirtieth, twenty fifteen. So it looks like a lot of the students. Uh, well, it's kind of frozen now, but um, it says a lot of the students. Um, a group of Spring Valley High School students walked out of class Friday morning peacefully protesting the firing of school, res school resource officer Ben Fields. Fields, a Richland County Sheriff's Department deputy, was fired Wednesday after video surfaced of him forcibly removing a Spring Valley student from a classroom on Monday. They said, bring back Fields. Everybody was saying that Spring Valley singer Taiwan Fulton, 18, said of the former deputy. Uh, plans for Friday's black. demonstration right. were hatched of social media and by word of mouth said Fulton a fo football player. All right, hold None on. Go, go, no, go ahead. None of that matters. Let's okay. The officer, forget the forget the, the teacher. Officer. Forget the principal. The forget yeah. everything that happened afterwards. Talk about the incident. Yeah. It was wrong it, as hell. What the what the incident was and what everybody's reported as to what happened. Yeah. What the little girl did with not giving up the phone. It was not called for. Right. And, and I don't 100%. think anybody is negating that. But the problem is. 
people are looking at it differently. That's the difference of opinion. But I don't like, feel like they're looking at it differently. So let me say let me say this real quick. So this is how I look at it. I agree. She was wrong for having the phone, so on and so forth. Let, uh, hold on, Dobro. Let me let me let me you're gonna go agree with me when I say this. Everybody has a phone in the classroom. Right. When you're in a classroom, even on a college level to a high school level to a middle school level, you should not be continuing to, you know, have your phone out doing this and this and that. What she did was not called for to have a police officer do what he did. Exactly. As a a teacher, my perspective as a teacher, I would have walked up to her and been like, hey, I don't want your phone out. I would stand stood over her and be like, hey, put your phone in the bag, put the phone over here, whatever. I feel like the chain of command is the teacher. Then maybe a principal or assistant is, principal, and even is. where I come from, is a coach to get that situation rectified. But I do not agree with wa- after watching the video. Yeah, even the counselor. Yeah. But after watching a video, she he treated her like a criminal, bro. Because my thing is, my and thing I is, had they that. tried to call her parent, yeah, maybe they would have found out she didn't no. have none. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like in a situation like that, it should have been like that. The system failed teacher. this young girl. Right. He, he, they did. Right. 100%. That they did. 100%. That's what the problem was before they even reached that point in that classroom. I right. Think, but I, also, I think he was 100% wrong, but I just want you guys to take the look. I get what you're saying, the but I agree with Gabrielle. I'm not going to I'm not no. going to sit back and be like, "Oh, this police no, should be no, no, back." Period. Fuck that. No, period. no, 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 no. He was 100% wrong. But what I'm telling you is when you're in the moment of something, right? And so this shit is happening, yeah. and they're like, well, damn. I have seen you, teachers jump in a fight. Do? I have seen that. Like, Let you me know, say this just, real quick, just, and we can keep going. We got 30 more minutes. We're going to be here for another 30 minutes. So y'all tune in. Don't leave at uh, 3 o'clock as usual time. We'll be here to 3.30. So make sure you stay tuned in. Tweet and text. Let people know you still got time. 214-431-5062. Yeah, we don't really care what you got to say right now because we in this shit. Let's go. <laughs> We on break or we sit No, going? no, you go ahead. Oh, well, uh, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's like I've seen when, when we were in high school, a lot of teachers got in the middle of a fight. So that's what I'm saying. For for me, I understand that there's some things I'm not going to agree with, and I understand that I can't I can't fight each and every battle. Yeah. But when it gets to a certain level, I have to. How am I going to go home knowing that I sat here and watched and did absolutely nothing, nothing. about let's, this let's situation? One hundred. If you were somewhere out, right? You're at a club, at a restaurant, or whatever, and you see a police Grown officer. people. Grown people. So they don't, they don't, they don't count. Okay. But let's just let's stay, in row, stay in a row. Okay. Stay, okay. Let's stay in a row. Okay. Let's talk about a teenager. Okay. You out at, let's say, whatever restaurant. What restaurant uh-huh. you go to often? I don't know. Chili's. Okay. You at Chili's. <laughs> You at Chili's. No, I don't know. You at Chili's. <laughs> I got it. That's my baby. Right my out baby the back. Like my yeah. baby at like Chili's. You at Chili's, and you sitting there having your dinner, and then the next thing you know, you see somebody manhandling a person that you think may be about 15, 16. I call know. the police every time. I've done it. But would you, okay, I've done it but before. But would you jump in there yourself? It, I've done it before. Would you jump in there yourself? I would if I see a police mishandling. I, I call the police, but if, if the police came and the police were being mishandled, then I'm, then I'm going to ask police and mishandling someone else. Would you jump in or would you just be like, damn, that's Can fucked I tell up. You my story? Let me videotape oh, go ahead. or let me try to call somebody. Yeah. Can I tell you, you my story? I would jump in that shit because then you the next victim. I did. I did at North Park. There were two young ladies walking through the mall. One had a blue rag, one had a red, red rag. Um, the officer approached them and asked them to remove their bandanas. The young ladies did remove them from their heads. Obviously, Crips and Bloods are not walking around the mall together, but they said that they were gang-related. So they removed them from their heads, and they put them in their, in their pockets. The officer still watched them and followed them around the whole mall. I saw them harassing these young ladies outside of the mall, right outside of Kona Grill on a Friday when we were getting it in. <laughs> we decided to, I decided to put down my libations, and I went over there, and I ask what was going on because we could tell what that it that it yeah. didn't seem right there was something about it yeah. when i looked and i saw it i saw a white officer 
talking to two young black women and it didn't seem right to me. Yeah. So I went over there and I questioned the situation because I got a right to do that. And you have a right to I'm protect our women because people don't do it no that. more. Except, and I guess for me, I guess for me, I guy, of the 99%. Him, hold on, so. yeah, hold and on. And I asked the guy what was, I asked the guy, what, I asked them what was going on. Yeah. He told me what was happening. They told me what was happening. Okay, cool. Done. Did he want to see their IDs? They were 17 and 18. He wanted to see their IDs. They didn't have them on them. They were 17 and 18 in high school. We ain't going to drink. We didn't walk around with IDs. Right. Yeah. We didn't walk around with IDs. One of the young lady's fathers um, was in the mall, but he was in the movies while they were per, while they were around, around yeah. the mall. So he didn't just leave them at the mall. He was in the movies, but he couldn't come and defend his daughter at the yeah. time. And the officers were steady harassing him. They walked in. He kept following him, so I followed him yeah. to see how far was it went. Yeah. They went upstairs and they went to food court. He called about seven officers on these two small, frail, young black girls to come Which check them do. out. And then they wanted to come and gather around them. So at that point, I said I wasn't going to follow it anymore from a distance. Yeah. And I stepped in with the young ladies. They came over and the officers wanted to come and talk to me. Hey, um, what's going on with you? Can we help you with anything? No, motherfucker, can I can help, help you? you with something? What the fuck do you need? <laughs> and it's true, though, because not to be funny, this is the thing about it. Like, when I watched that video, if you ever watch, if you watch the video, it's a black kid that's sitting off to the right. Mm -hmm. He's scratching his head like, what the fuck is going like, on? Like, should I, should I not? Yeah, should I not? But because of what's happening to young black men yes. all over the country, <laughs> right. he's, he's you a, don't even know if child, you could yeah. go he protect like, your black women be be because you don't want to be your last breath or you don't want to. And it's, and that's, and it's sad. That's the shit they do. Yeah, and I get that. You have to understand where that. I, I'm not saying that that person. Yeah, I know you don't agree, of course. But I'm just saying that people need to open their minds to understand what that person may have been thinking. But I'm saying even after the fact. But my thing is after the fact. After the fact, so you're not in harm's danger before you to say, I don't feel like he did anything wrong. I feel like now you're going outside of, you know, feeling like you you may be the next one. And, what again, ha so and again, I need y'all to understand that we don't know what this person's yeah. life was about. And I, I got to jump in because uh, we got bamboozled and we got hoodwink and bamboozled. The other show came. So we're not going to be able to do the 30 wow. minutes. So at least we got an extra six minutes. But we will be back next week. Again, tune in to us. This is The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. You can follow us at www.therealityis.com on Facebook, social media, so on and so forth. But uh, we do appreciate you guys listening. And the show should be up by Tuesday. If you missed it or if somebody you know somebody that missed it, tell somebody to tell somebody. And we out this bitch. Inhale courage to excel success. And I know the government administer AIDS So I guess we just pray like the ministers say Alu Akbar and throwing some hot cars The things we see on the screen is not ours But these niggas from the hood so these dreams not far Where I'm from the dope boys is the rock stars But they can't cop cars without seeing cop cars I guess The reality is it's a production of Fishbowl Radio Network and Roberts Media Group My team includes Artesia Swindle, Christian Evans, Gary Green, Brian Fuller Jessica Henderson and Gabrielle Johnson. I'm on Twitter at Sir Robert Poe. That's S I R R O B E R T P O E. The show is at The Reality Is. That's T H A, The Reality Is. And if you like The Reality Is, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. And you can also email us for any show topics or any messages that you want to leave, voice recordings or anything at info at therealityis.com. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. 
That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.